Welcome to the Athletes Mindset Academy podcast, where we help gymnastics coaches and parents develop happy, healthy athletes who know how to win. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody. This is Coach Stacy. I'm here with Coach Allie. And today we are going to talk about tried and true, the thing that everybody knows and thinks of when they think about mindset training, affirmations. So, Allie, do you want to lead us off and just talk about affirmations? Yeah, I think this is just one of those really common things that we use. Um, before you go, you're going to say some positive affirmations about yourself that's going to build you up, that's going to fire you up, and that's going to make you feel capable or confident in your abilities to do something. Um, a lot of times we use these in competition uh, as well to maybe help us stay calm and to stay focused in the moment. And I totally think that they're amazing. I love affirmations, but we get caught in a trap sometimes where we try and use affirmations that sound really, really good, but we don't necessarily believe them yet, which doesn't end up feeling really, really good. We're like, just say, I've got this before you go. And if the gymnast at that time, like doesn't quite believe that they've got this, they might start thinking in their head, like kind of start fighting back. That's what I always say. You get into a brain battle when you're trying to say something that you want to believe really bad, but you don't quite believe it yet. Your brain goes into this brain battle and, um, it starts being like, well, actually you might not have this. And let me tell you all the reasons why you might not have this. And then you're like, no, but I have this. <laughs> and it, and it, and it goes into that battle. And Stacy, do you want to kind of explain, um, why our brain likes to do that? <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things is just our brain is always on the lookout for um, things that it believes are dangerous to us. And for danger, it it's kind of a judgy, like our brains are just kind of judgy, like things aren't going to go well, this is a problem. But the reason what Allie was saying happens is this. So, you know, we have the thought model and we have a thought and the thought that we have generates a feeling in our body. And then that feeling fuels an action that we take. So when you have an affirmation that you believe and you direct your brain to think on that, your brain does, once it's on board with a thought, it does like to then go find evidence to back up the thought that it's thinking. So when you give it a job, you're like, I want you to find all the reasons that this thing is true. It'll go look for the reasons. It doesn't really care what it's looking for. But if the thought that you have, the affirmation that you're telling yourself doesn't create a powerful feeling, or if it creates a negative feeling, the actions that you're going to take are going to come out of the feeling, not the thought. So this is what happens to a lot of people. They start telling themselves an affirmation and then they're like, affirmations don't work because the, the feeling that's being created from that affirmation is actually not one that fuels them. So that's why it's always really important to figure out what affirmations or what your thoughts, not just like, does the thought sound good or not, but is it actually creating the emotion that is going to, to fuel you? And when a thought, when you don't believe a thought, the emotion you create is often the opposite one that you're looking for. So if you're telling yourself, I've got this, but you're scared that you don't have it, the emotion you're going to create when you say, I've got this is actually fear. 
if, if you're telling yourself, you know, I'm strong, but you actually think you're weak, the emotion that you're going to create is doubt, you know, so all of those things. So it's just important to tune in to the emotion that's being created with the thought that you're thinking and to work on finding affirmations that are, that you already believe or that you can work towards believing, but that you're not like in full disbelief of. So sometimes you can, you know, you can go to kind of two routes with it. Sometimes you can go, this is the affirmation I want to believe. And then we're going to teach you how to learn how to believe this new thought. But sometimes you can also go, well, I don't quite believe that, but I believe this other thing. Like maybe I don't believe I've got this, but maybe I do believe I'm strong and powerful. And when I'm going for vault, believing I'm strong and powerful and I run fast, maybe is just as effective to create the emotion I'm looking for as I've got this. And so sometimes you can find a different or affirmation or sometimes you can work to believe the affirmation you want. We'll teach you how to do both of those. Any yeah. thoughts, Allie? Um, I just really wanted to tap into some of the rules that we have <laughs> when <laughs> creating affirmations. I'm gung-ho about this now. Um, but yeah, the brain is an important part of this. And um, I think it's really important as coaches that we help our athletes guide this um, or guide them through finding these affirmations. Because um, a lot of times they're like, I'm thinking positive though. I'm on the beam. You're like, okay, so you get on the beam and like, what's going on? And they're like, I'm thinking positive. And you're like, okay. So then you're like, what else, <laughs> what else do I do? And so sometimes adjusting these affirmations, like, uh, Stacy said, is going to be really helpful. So we have, um, different rules when creating cat, um, or when creating the affirmations and different kind of categories of affirmations that you can kind of use to adjust through. Cause sometimes you don't believe in your ability to do the skill, but you will believe in something about you as a person that like Stacy said, gives you the same type of fuel or energy that emotion that you want to drive you and then, um, stepping stones to get there. So that's going to be one of the most important parts is that when we're not ready to believe some of these bigger affirmations, the stepping stones and being able to believe in smaller parts of the skill or of, um, the possibilities. So rule number one, make it positive, right? The, the idea here is we are trying to generate a fuel that gives you energy towards doing this skill and you're never going to beat yourself up into doing it. You're never going to be like, you're not strong enough. So you better work hard to, to make this happen. Right. So you are not going to beat yourself up into getting it. You're going to keep it positive, make it present. Like I am this. This is something that's happening right now. I am this, not I'm going to be, or maybe someday that can sometimes be some helpful stepping stone thoughts, but the idea is to get to a place of it being present, be specific. Uh, sometimes you don't believe you've got the whole skill, but you might believe that I know that I can squeeze my butt on my takeoff. So I've got that. I'm capable of squeezing my butt on my takeoff of my vault. And I know that if I squeeze my butt, I do a good vault, right? Like, so that leads into that. So sometimes it can be as easy as I've got this, if they believe that. And sometimes you have to get really specific rather than less of a big picture and more narrow focused on like, okay, what do I have? And then number four, what we've been saying this entire time is believe it is possible. Believe that it is possible. Um, and 
I think that those are just some good guidelines that you can keep in mind um, with your gymnast, but then you're still going to have to um, help guide them through some of these different areas. And then they might choose, like, maybe they don't believe they're super great at vault, but they think they're amazing at bars. So they're going to have different affirmations in different areas. So in bars, they might be able to just be like, I'm amazing at bars. And that's a great affirmation. And on vault, they might have to just start thinking about, okay, who are you? So that's our first um, category is affirmations about who you are that no matter what you can believe. So like if they're biffing it hard on being that day, (laughs) they might still be able to believe that they're um, a powerful person or an amazing athlete. Maybe they don't believe they're amazing on beam, but they might be able to believe that they're an amazing athlete, um, that they naturally have great abilities, that they're a fast person, that they're graceful. And so things about them as a person. Stacy, do you have anything to add about affirmations about who you are? Yeah, I, I think you covered it well, but just like. I guess the one thing that I would add is sometimes we are as afraid of being successful and good at something as we are of being bad at something. And a lot of kids think that if they, if they focus in on like, if they basically that they're being, um, arrogant, you know, so kind of like, well, if I think that I'm powerful or that I'm strong, I'm kind of being cocky or I'm being arrogant. And so they don't really want to focus on the things that they are, that they already do really believe about themselves that would give them powerful fuel. So sometimes that's just a thing to watch out for. Um, you know, if you're, if you're trying to find an affirmation, finding one that you believe about yourself is really important. And so, um, you know, not blocking yourself from the fuel and the power that creates by worrying about being cocky. And so I'll just say one little side note, being cocky and arrogant has nothing to do with skill and talent. We all know tons of people who are not skilled, who are not talented, who are very cocky and arrogant and believe that they are. And we know other people who are very skilled and very talented and are not cocky and arrogant. Uh, Cockiness, arrogant, that comes from, um, you know, thoughts about I'm better than you. I need to rise above you. I need to be better than you so that you, so I can feel good about myself. Um, It has to do with Um, you know, believing something about myself and like wanting to kind of like make you feel bad about who you are or where you are because I'm better than that. And so it really has nothing to do with your skills, your abilities, who you are, your, your power. It's an attitude that's completely separate from that. And so anyways, that I just want to put in that side note, because I think that is what gets in the way of believing some of these powerful ones. No, I love that. I get that a lot. I have to explain the difference between like believing I'm amazing and you're also amazing and I'm amazing and you're not. So it's a really powerful difference and allowing everybody to believe that they're amazing and creating that space when coming up with affirmations can, can really make a difference. Yeah. I'm really strong and you are really graceful. Mm -hmm. Like we can be amazing in different ways. We don't all have to be the same amazing, but we're all still, we're all still amazing. 
Yes. And even sometimes just, I'm really strong and you're really strong because sometimes they, they get almost more competitive when they are built the same. I was like that with my best friend on the, my maid of honor actually. And I butted heads our first year because we were so similar. Like, oh, she's yeah. super powerful. She's super powerful. She's going to take my spot. Like it turned into this, like, and then eventually we would like chat and we're like, wow, we're, we're actually both really powerful gymnasts. And we could probably both like really do good things to help the team together. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it. It's kind of funny how sometimes you, the people that are opposite of you are like, almost like, oh yeah, you're really good at that. I'm really good at this. And we both can be okay with that. But when you're really good at the same thing as someone, it, sometimes it gets a little bit more like of yeah. this tension. So yeah, that makes so sense. Keeping that open. I love that. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Um, okay. Our next one. So we just did affirmations about who you are. Like even sometimes just as a person, like sometimes I just bring it back to like, I'm a really kind person and that makes me feel really good. And that even if I'm do fall in my gymnastics, I can still be a kind person. (laughs) Um, Okay. So then affirmations about your abilities. So like I'm confident in my ability or I um, am really great at learning new things or Mm -hmm. I have I have the skills that I need in order to perform. Like I know that I prepared myself in the way to be able to do this. And so this is about um, knowing that you are capable and like you have the physical ability to do what you want to do. And um, you can even bring like that. I'm a powerful tumbler and some of that can kind of be a part of both, right? Like I'm powerful and then I'm a powerful tumbler. Sometimes getting more specific, we talked about specificity being important when you can continue to get more specific on where your affirmations are for and what they're for. Um, I believe the more powerful they are. Yeah. And I think you can do, so if you're trying to work on a skill that you don't yet have, you can use things about your ability to learn, your ability to be committed, your ability to be determined, to keep working, to work hard, to do whatever it's going to take to learn it. Like I always, you know, I always work until I figure something out. I all, like you can focus on the, the abilities you have to like learn or do something new. The most interesting that I find with this is so often when I'm coaching kids and they're like, oh, I'm so scared of this skill. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. Da, 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 da. Then when I'll just like kind of come in and I'm like, do you have the ability to do this skill? And they're like, yeah. Like a lot of times they, they really do know they can do it, but just saying, oh, I know I can do it. Like there's just kind of this deeper introspection that needs to happen for a minute of like, no, wait, stop. Like maybe you don't have the ability to do the skill and that's okay too. Like, do you believe that you have the abilities to do this skill? And every single time it's, you know, I've, I've done that with them and I have them really stop and think they're just like, yeah, yeah, I do. And so kind of sometimes it can just take a minute to, because their fear is so powerful and present that like coming into that. And then, so then the same thing moving into like, competing, you know, then it's like, okay, now, you know, you have the skill. And so you do have the ability to do the skills. Um, same thing. Yeah. 
And actually coming up next, that's kind of what we separate as affirmations, like about competitions versus affirmations about practice, because sometimes uh, those are very different ways of showing up. Um, Affirmations about competitions could be things like I stay focused under pressure and I feel mentally strong. I can stay positive throughout the competition and just really preparing yourself for being like, you know what? I actually do do amazing things under pressure. Like when I get myself in a bind and the the pressure is on, I know that I am in a great place. And, um, those are super helpful in competition, but sometimes, um, it's hard to see that in practice when you're feeling the grind. Right. And so, um, a practice ones, a lot of times, like I'm willing to put in the work and I am committed to my training and I will push myself to become this person. Um, and so I see a lot of in practice about like, it's almost back to like who they are in those moments of like, okay, I am this person who can do all of these things to help myself. And then in competitions, it's like, I, I have now, I believe in my capabilities and I have prepared myself in a way to do great things. And that's how I like to see them. Stacy, do you have anything to add to that? I just, uh, back when I used to blog, uh, and, you know, go to, go to the big meets, I was at pack rims and I was interviewing all the athletes there. I was running social media for pack rims. Um, and so I asked every elite gymnast the same question. Do you prefer to compete or to train? And I kind of was like, of course, they're all going to say compete. Like that's the fun part. You're out there showing off. And it was dead on divided 50, 50, like half of them were like, oh, I love training and competing is like what I have to do. And the others were like, oh, I love to compete and training is what I have to do to be able to compete. So that was just it was just interesting to be able to see that. And maybe even like if you're gymnast or if you as a gymnast or someone who loves competing, then working on affirmations when you're training that are kind of like, if I get this down, I'll be a, you know, like kind of like once I get this, I don't know, an affirmation, something more positive, but something around the lines of like the looking forward to being able to compete, I'll get this skill and then I'll be able to compete it. Versus if you're a gymnast who loves training, um, when you're competing, like being able to focus on the affirmations that, you know, are the opposite that, that training, you know, training this hard means I'll be prepared for competing or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, but just knowing that different gymnasts are motivated different about that, um, is, is helpful. The other things that I think about affirmations about practice is, um, one of the things I come back to with the gymnasts a lot is gymnastics is not an easy sport. And most of the time, the reasons that kids actually are attracted to gymnastics and they like gymnastics is because they like learning to do hard things because they like the challenge. It's because they love that feeling of like getting something hard, but in the grind, they lose sight of that. And they're like, this is hard and I want it to be easy. And so I just often bring them back to that too. Like, don't you actually enjoy doing hard things? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, don't you actually like gymnastics because it's a challenge? I was like, if it was easy, if you could get all this in two weeks and then just do the rest of the season with no problem, like, would you like that? And they're like, no, that would be kind of boring. And I'm like, yeah, like that's the point. And so sometimes you have to help them get there, but then when you help them really realize like, 
but they really do like the challenge. They like hard things. Then they can use those affirmations of, I like learning hard things. Mm-hmm. I like accomplishing difficult tasks. I like training hard. I like doing things that challenge me. Um, and then those can be really helpful too. I love that. Actually, one of my favorite training affirmations that I use with uh, the gymnast is I'm someone who's capable of hard things, or I'm someone who's capable of doing things that scare me. Like I am capable. Um, I had someone who's just like terrified. I'm like, okay, so have you been terrified of something before? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, have you done it anyways? And they're like, yeah. And there's a process of that we can help them get there, but just like pointing out that like, this isn't like the first time you've ever experienced something that's scary or hard and you've been able to get through it. So like, do you believe that you're somebody that can like, that is capable of like getting through things that are scary and doing things that are scary and working towards that? And they're all like, yeah, and like all of a sudden they believe that. And it's so funny, the, the turnaround that you can see just from something that simple of um, just, it's, and it's nice because you're acknowledging it. Like it is hard. It is scary. That's fine. But like, I can do that. I'm totally a person that's capable of handling all of that. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Okay. So affirmations, um, I'd say the next step, there's a lot more to this. I'm going to pass it to Stacey in one second. I just want to add on from last week, all your visualization. The next step is adding this into your visualization. Have them use their affirmations when they do their visualizations. If you want them to use affirmations before they step up to compete on the beam or while they're at practice, then you want them to use affirmations when they visualize. The more consistent you can keep it. And then they can start seeing even you can feel when an affirmation works or doesn't work in a visualization before you even try it in practice sometimes. And then once you find one that feels amazing, visualizations get easier. And as visualizations get easier, then it gets easier in practice. And then it's like so automatic. It's just like, oh, this is what I say. Like I could just tell you my affirmation keyword routine, like still from college, like it's nothing because that's what I said. And I knew that's what worked and I was cool with it. And yeah. so get them visualizing and using their affirmations. Okay, Stacy, how about someone who's having a really hard time believing some of these affirmations? We talked about some rules. We talked about four different types of affirmations, but um, there's still those people that are like, I can't think I just got to go. Right. And that don't buy into the affirmation. So how can you help them get there? Yeah. So I think helping them understand that what they think always creates a feeling in their body. And I go back and explain it just kind of with flight or fight, like the idea of when your body thinks it's in danger, it actually floods your body with hormones and chemicals to prepare your body to run or fight. And so that's just how our brain works. When we have a thought, it sends like a little chemical cocktail down into our body to prepare our muscles, our digestive system, our breathing, our heartbeat to prepare us to take action on um, that thought that we have. And so then I'll explain that's true with every thought you have. You know, if you have a thought that you're sad, your body sends a chemical cocktail to prepare your body to deal with that sadness or happiness. We have, you know, serotonin and dopamine, like every thought that we have produces that. And so affirmations are solely a way to train your brain how to think a new thought. Because when you've practiced a thought, the more often you think a thought, 
then the neural pathways, the little roads that are built in your brain become like more solid. So it's like the difference between like a gravel road or a freeway. So the thought that you've had of, I'm scared, I can't do this. You think that thought a lot. And those are some pretty strong roads and freeways that lead to not great places. They create emotions in your body that don't fuel you. But so an affirmation allows you to speed up the process of building a new road. Basically, all you're doing is practicing building a new road as fast as you can into a new thought um, with this affirmation. And so the more you practice it, the stronger that pathway gets. And then the old pathway of doubt and not, it'll still be there, but they dry up. They are, you know, you think about it, like if you always use one road, when you start using a new road, that other road starts to get overgrown. And so you're going to, you're going to be working on building this new road. And that's why affirmations are so powerful. And then once you believe that new thought, and then you use that thought, you're always then going to be able to generate the emotion you need to fuel your body to take action. Any, any final thoughts, Allie? Uh, Not really just that we're going to be talking about uh, keywords coming up in the next episode. And that is a super helpful process that also you can use some of that in your affirmations when um, you start thinking about getting specific. So um, stay tuned. I think that it's, it's one of, you know, one of those cool things where you're like, oh, I could see how I didn't believe this before. And now this specific detail is helping me believe. And um, getting down into those details is going to be helpful. And then you start adding those into your visualizations as well. And it all comes together to create this big picture um, and to create really the most realistic version of you performing, whether it's in practice or in competition. So we're going to keep building on this and um, your brain is on your side. You just have to work with it a little bit. <laughs> you have to work with it. You got to hack it a little. Um, yeah. I also want to say we didn't, we didn't end up getting to, we didn't end up covering, but we've spent lots of time covering it in the past. The idea of how to believe something new, mm-hmm. uh, specifically using a process called laddering thoughts. It's basically I, the idea of like, you kind of start at the bottom rung and you move up to the top rung. So if the affirmation is something new that you want to believe that you don't believe, you can also use that ladder process to move one rung at a time to get to that new thought. So you're going to start with a belief that's like, or an affirmation that's more on the, like, it's possible really that this is an affirmation work. Affirmation work is when you have that positive present thought. But in order to get to the positive present thought, you might need to do some work on believing that new thought first before you can use it as an affirmation. And so just search through the podcasts. I think they were back in like February, March. We did a whole bunch. We did a whole month around learning to believe in new thought. And those might be really helpful too. Yeah, I think it was February. Believe new thought. (laughs) Cool. All right. We will see you guys next week. Can't wait to talk about keywords. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. We believe that you've got this, but we would love to help you in your athletic journey. We know you need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created a program with short, effective lessons and coaching that you can fit between practice and the rest of life. We coach parents, 
coaches, and athletes in the mental and emotional health tools they need to create an environment for athletes to thrive. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your success, your mind. Check us out at athletesmindsetacademy.com. Let's do this.